Hello there, wrestling fans. Welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Thane. And now introducing to the mic, my co-host for the trip around the world, through the solar system, and back to all 50 states and the whole country. The happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally Known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? Time too much. Happy Sunday, everybody. <laughs> Happy Sunday. All right, all right. Let's get this fun Sunday started, rainy Sunday here on the East Coast. Let's give a war. Dudes at Ringside, welcome to AEW Dark slash WWR slash CCW's own Ashley Dimbois. What's, What's up, guys? Going on? <laughs> Not too much. Welcome, How are you welcome. doing? Great. Thank great. you for the introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, Ashley, if our fans are not familiar familiar with you, why would they not be by now? Introduce yourself. What's up, guys? My name is Ashley Dombois, and just like Joe Panda the Third said, um, you might have seen me on AEW's Dark, WWR Plus, and um, a lot of actually a lot of other independent companies that I'm breaking into, including CCW. I just did this past weekend. So yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Awesome. awesome. Thank you again for uh, coming on our show. And we also had to switch today because you're a busy lady. You're running around taking names and telling people what to do. So, um, <laughs> um, so I'll, you want me to open the floor, Geek, or do you want you, you want to start the question? You can open the floor, Joe. You know, you um, always open the floor. So, who trained you? Who trained me? I'm sorry. I'm looking at this comment. Dumb bows. No, that's not how you say my name. Hold on one second. <laughs> Let's start this off with. Correct him. Last name, <clears throat> Dom Boaz. And I know that there's so many other variations. And even at a AEW, the first, my first like big recognition, they said, "Damn wow. And uh, my my father, who's he, it's his last name, so that's the French side. They found it so entertaining. They were like, "Okay, hold on, Ashley, tell people how to say your name." So it's um, Dom Boaz. But I love the, I love the attempts and stuff. It's cute. So uh, I was trained by Damian Adams in Wharton, New Jersey. Mm. That's my route. That's awesome. So, yeah. So um, how'd you get your start in the wrestling business? I got my start from a friend that I lived with who, huge wrestling fan, and huge horror film fan and he actually directed a horror film his name is joel ruda called um 100 acres of hell and he had snitsky as one of his main villains in the movie so he had, like kind of was involved with actual like wrestlers independent and professional or, or independent and non-independent wrestlers and he would he would always tell me like you would love this like you, sh- you got you should try wrestling like I started bodybuilding while we were living in Brooklyn together. And he was like, he was like, Oh my God, like this would be so cool. Like you look like a wrestler now, like you should do this. And 
uh, one thing led to another. I ended up going as like a, a, a valet to one of his shows, which I just posted a, like a flashback memory on Facebook for, and it was when I, my first experience with what independent wrestling was, but I got a concussion that night. And after mm. that, I was like, <laughs> leading up to that point, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love this. You know, like it kind of like re reignited that fire that I had for wrestling that I used to have when I was watching it as a kid with my father. But then now I got to be a part of it. And then I got the concussion and I was like, nope, never mind. This is dangerous. I don't like this. Wrestling hurts. <laughs> so then I stopped for like two years. He was like, all right. So he stopped bugging me about it. And right kind of like when the pandemic was starting to shut down everything, I was living in Florida for a few months. And he's the reason why, a big reason why I moved back to New York because he was like, you got to try this. So I started training because of him. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So like, who were some of your like inspirations as a kid? Like who were your favorite, who were your favorite like wrestlers as a kid, male and female? As a kid? Yeah. First and foremost, mostly because, so my mom and I would be like, it was my dad and I's like thing to watch, but my mom would always be there too. Her and I were obsessed with The Rock. So <laughs> The Rock is a huge, like just his personality, his charisma, his swag, the way that he presents himself, the way that he can drop an elbow and have the entire arena go crazy, right? Like that you can't teach, you have to kind of like have and find within yourself and bring it out so that you can expand on it for a large audience. So that was mine with my mom, but then I also was very aware of my dad's love for Stone Cold Steve Austin. So like those two played a huge role in just like the memories of my childhood, as well as China. Like uh, for, from a female perspective, I was like, oh my God, just like super impressed by her when I was younger. But fast forward to now, like my, my inspiration, and this is funny because I was just talking about her with, a prior podcast I did or interview I did was Beth Phoenix. So mm. shout out again to Beth Phoenix. Thank you for tweeting back at me. <laughs> I would love to meet her. Actually, awesome. I had experience with Beth back in the day when I went to, or I live in Pennsylvania. Um, she was doing a show back in the day. She broke her nose. She messed up her nose. And after a show, we were just in the parking lot. We were at something. And she had the, like the bandage by her nose. So I was like, oh, you got a boo-boo. And she was like, this was like way back in the day. So I think this is when she started, maybe before she did, started dating Edge. And I was like, got a boo-boo. She's like, yeah, and I gave her a hug. And you know, when you always give somebody a hug, I'm half Italian, you give them a kiss on the cheek. And I didn't think about it. I was like, so in the moment, and I gave her a kiss on the cheek, and then I backed up. And she was like, like gave me the look of her. But then she was like, you're. You're it's okay, sweetie. You're cute. It's okay. I know you didn't mean oh it. But I felt bad because I had my pen in my hand to ask her to sign one of the SmackDowns. The old mm -hmm. SmackDown game, PlayStation 3. Yeah. Okay. Story time by Joe. Geek getting a look. So geek, you're next. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> what was what was your reaction to when you found out that you got called to do AEW Dark? Oh wow. <laughs> so it was kind of like a everyone at that point I was still I'm still green as hell right now right but I was working this is six months into my training with team Adams and 
right after WrestleMania weekend, I, I was down in Florida for WrestleMania weekend. I didn't wrestle or anything, but I was just down there. And then I flew back, got back Tuesday morning, and I had training Tuesday night. And there was a, a new girl that just came back to our team. Her name is Megan Bain. I'm sure that you guys know about her yeah, by yeah. now. She's killing the indie scene. So Megan had just started training with us. And that night, Megan and I were both at training. And our coach comes up to us and he was like, you guys want to, you guys think you could do AEW Dark next Tuesday? It was like a week away from that point. And I was like, uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity because you never, you're never going to feel ready, right? Like if an opportunity is presented to you and it's in the direction of where you want to go, you're dumb not to say yes. So like, I had never had a professional wrestling match before. I was just barely doing like practice matches in the ring for literally the last like maybe two weeks before we got invited because I could finally work with, um, Megan was like one of the first female wrestlers that I actually really got to train with and work with and do matches with. So she helped me a lot in those two weeks leading up to getting this opportunity. So like, I think as excited as I was, I was so nervous because I knew that if, and anytime you get invited to be an extra for any company, it, there's no guarantee that you're going to get a match, right? So I was like, you know, if anything, I'll just go. They'll, they'll, they, I wasn't invited without them knowing how green I was. Like my coach was like, she hasn't done much yet. She's very new. She's a really hard worker. She trains four days a week with me, but she hasn't done anything in front of a crowd yet. So I went. And then I ended up getting a match that first day with Penelope Ford. So the, wow. the week leading up to it, it was, it was very nerve wracking. It was very much like, you know, when you go back and forth, like, am I ready for this? Am I not ready for this? Like, oh, but I want this. Like, okay, I'm ready for this. Like, if you make yourself ready, you'll be ready. So I don't know. I just, I didn't let myself think about it too much because then I would have talked myself out of it. But I don't think I would talk myself out of it. I take that back because <laughs> I'm more nervous usually after I do things than beforehand. So we got there and I was like, let's just get there. I felt prepared enough. I don't know. That's pretty much the answer is like, <laughs> I was ecstatic, but scared as hell. So like when like, I know that like your show got canceled tonight and that's such a bummer. So sorry about that. I was looking forward to the match with you and uh, Grace. I, I thought that would have been um, awesome. Oh, it would have been live on YouTube? Geek. What? It would have been live on IWTV. Okay. Yeah. You could have streamed it off of independent wrestling television. And I'm so – like, I actually – I did I did a couple of – um, I spoke on two different interviews about this. And, like, even before when it was my first time at WWR+, Plus, I was speaking to an interviewer, and she was like, you know, I think – you remind me of another wrestler, Jordan Grace. Like, it would be cool to see you two in the ring. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I know exactly who Jordan Grace is. She worked with Deanna Perrazzo, who is, like, the team captain, if we had one, for Team Adams. She's the original female wrestler that took also the wrestling world by storm. And she worked with Jordan Grace. So when I was new to Team Adams, I would study Deanna Perrazzo. And Jordan Grace and her have had matches together from Impact. 
And I just, it was crazy to be like, I could wrestle her. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could wrestle her. <laughs> so that's, having the opportunity. Crazy. Yeah, that's it like, was really mind blowing to be like, this could happen. And then it yeah. did. But now it didn't. So it hasn't yet. It was just been postponed. Gonna right Trust me, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Gonna happen. It's going to be awesome. That it's, that match. Yeah. And I would love to see you work Burt Baker, too. Oh, me too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need that. Both. Okay. Yes, <laughs> she's like at the pinnacle. Like, um, we we send, we always send out positive vibes with wrestlers. Like we, we yeah, I feel it. And we want you guys to go into the solar system with us and to stay up there forever till we like <laughs> till you say you're gone. Because we know that everybody we've interviewed so far, they have their place in wrestling, and you have your place. We could tell you off the bat. Just you seem like you. Your dance training, the way you move around in the ring, your style, you have a certain style that you you don't see all the time in the business. You know what I mean? Like the way you, you, because your past dance training when you were, I guess, when did you start your, I know I saw the dancing stuff like that. When did you start doing that? Was that before you started wrestling or? Oh yeah. So that actually happened. My my dad is a third degree black belt in karate, and he loved wrestling, boxing, any time of like mixed martial arts and martial arts. And uh, Ashley and Anna J. <laughs> yes, I need her to get back in the ring. I know she's still healing up, but um, when she's ready to go, girl, let's get it. <laughs> um, I yeah, uh, it was really fun. Actually, side note, working with um, you just mentioned Anna J. Otis and actually Otis, I want to give you a shout out. Hold on. Thank you so much for all your NWA support and promoting. And Otis was like on every single day, giving me a, a daily nomination to Mickey James to compete in the NWA. Uh, it's on the 28th. I think I'm already booked for CCW on the 28th. And I had already committed to that before I even thought about being a part of empower, but or comp competing in for Empower. So thank you so much now that you're like live with me for, for that push. But okay, going back to, <laughs> yeah, so really cool that he's here and supporting me again live on this. Working with Ty was really freaking cool. Being able to be at, like, because I know that Anna Jay and Ty have this tag team. Friendship. Thing yeah, going friendship. On. yeah, friendship. That was that was a huge pinnacle too, because that was the same weekend as the last pay-per-view that AEW had. And the fact that I got to work her, wrestle with her in front of that, that was like my first real like spark to, to, to like that. I felt like that in itself was a milestone in my career being in front of, I think it was at full capacity or like a really, decent amount of capacity at the Jacksonville stadium that they have for AEW, um, the Jaguar stadium for AEW. After that, I literally like was on high for like weeks to come. I was like, this is what I, this is what I'm meant to do. That just like affirmed everything. Like I loved every moment of that. I didn't want to get out of the ring. I wanted to keep going. Like, I, can we have more time? Like, I just want to be in front of these people. I want to be wrestling. Like this, that was a big, like, like was switched after wrestling tie that day um 
And then I'm sorry, I totally lost where we were originally going. Um, about your training, I guess your dad did uh, karate, <laughs> wrestling, I guess. Yeah, that yes. happens with you. Thank you. We go, we're, we're going, we're going straight down the route. And then it's just like, oh, look, pizza. Look, there's a, look, there's a bunny over there in the corner. Where, what it's happened? Like, <laughs> it's the emoji there was the, a bunny in front of the hotel today. I was like, what? <laughs> well, PA, you'd be fall in love. I live in the woods, and there's so many bunnies, and there's like so many squirrels, chipmunks. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the, aspect. that. Um, it's like that dog from Up that has the collar. We're 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 going straight. We're going. We're gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So we're talking about wrestling. I love Pizza. that movie. Pizza. We need Watch that emoji. Oh, yes, great shirt. <laughs> The, oh, you're talking funny. about Doug the dog from the movie Up, right, Joe? Yes, that is our podcast yeah. in a nutshell. It's like <laughs> we're talking about the wrestling. squirrel. We're gonna keep on talking about wrestling. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> I love no, that Joe, movie so Joe much. Distracted by life. It's like that's the Joe distracted by life. I'm gonna talk to this person. I'm gonna be good and redhead. <laughs> that's what me when I worked at the Walmart. That was that was horrible, bad greeter Joe. It was like. I gotta check your receipts, redhead. Redhead. Oh, I can do my redheads. <laughs> redheads. <laughs> oh, I see a question just popped down there. Yeah, do you yeah. have any pets? Were floof friendly and welcome on panel? It means animals. We still love animals. Floofs so. are dogs. Oh, floofs are dogs. Floof friendly. Yeah. Um, I love. I, I love animals, period. Like from, I grew up having anything from cats, dogs, parrots, geckos, bearded dragons, you snakes. Wow. I had like all the pets um, or a good amount. There's a lot of pets to have. So I didn't have all the pets, but I had a good amount growing up. Right now I have, well, I was just talking about my cat. I have a cat and she's a Siamese snowshoe. She's like this big massive cat bigger than most of my friends dogs and she acts like a dog too like she'll wait by the door for me she will when i she will she will hear my car pull up into the driveway and when i had roommates when i i just recently moved out of new jersey but my roommates in new jersey would tell me oh my god she like knows your car and runs up to the door to greet me <laughs> um, so her name is amelie she's my little french girl and uh, let's see, sounds like me, a zoo. Yeah, I mean, when you love animals, there's no limits. Like actually what was really cool when I was wrestling or when I was in, yeah, I wrestled in Charlotte with Chris Statlander. Um, she brought her pet to the uh, to the ring. Well, not to, out to the ring, but back in Gorilla. And guess what animal she has if you don't follow her on Instagram already? What? Okay. A Bunny. bearded dragon. What? Wow. She's got a dragon. So I got to play cool. with her bearded dragon a little bit um, before. Dang, I forgot his name too. He's got such a cool name. So friendly. So chill. Just like sits there and like looks at you and then you can like pet him. They're fast what? though. I used to have one. So it was cool to me. Uh, I, I can't bring my cat back. The other one. The other lizard that if it like spits at you, it has like acid. You spit. It's like bad. It's like a lizard. Those li those long lizards. Are you thinking about like the movie Holes? 
Maybe. <laughs> There's a lizard that the people they have they, they run free. And if they spit on you, you can get sick. Like their spit is like it's a lizard. It's a long lizard. It's definitely not a bearded dragon. Beardies are very sweet. They they might poop on you though. They're yeah. really bad at letting you know when they have to go. All of a sudden you're like, oh look, he's on my head, and then just like no warning. But <laughs> kimono dragon? Oh, is that what you're I talking think it's about? A Maybe it's a kimono dragon. Oh, okay. They, they run free in certain countries. They just run the roam the streets. You're like, see again. Nash, <laughs> oh, those are large them. though. Yeah, those, those are huge. Boys. Those yeah. are big boys. I haven't had one of those. <laughs> yeah, um, we do the, wait, the, 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 the yeah kimono. Our mod she has a uh, go a golden doodle. A golden doodle. Oh my goodness. Yes, a mini rook. golden doodle. I must ask you though, what was it like to work with Thunder Rosa? Oh my goodness. Okay. First of all, I just want to put out all my love for Thunder Rosa right now. She is such an intelligent wrestler. Like wrestler, MMA. I know that she does jujitsu. Before I even started I didn't officially start my wrestling training. I was just kind of looking into it. And there was a big event with AEW that was being, I don't even remember like what it was, but I remember seeing it being like broadcasted on this wall in Atlantic City after a show, after another wrestling show, they were playing it uh, because we're all fans of Sunny Kiss. And they're like, oh, Sunny Kiss is going to be on. But also Thunder Rosa was on it too. And I was like, who is that? Like, this is like, when I broke into wrestling, like I didn't know anything or anyone, but she was the first person that I was like, I'm going to research her. I started looking her up. She's jujitsu, rolling MMA, super, like, super entertaining. Um, when I had the opportunity to, like, you go back there and you look at the board and you see who you're going to wrestle that night. I saw my name next to hers. I was like, holy. Wait, like, what? Um, you're a curse. You're a curse. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um it was it was very like i would think that 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 was the one i was the most nervous about i think every every match that i've had there i'm like okay like we got this we're gonna work together we're able to we're able to like talk to each other like the the, the chemistry felt good but i um i think because i had I was so fangirl over thunder rosa before i got there that i was really nervous to work her even though um she was the first person to really welcome me to AEW like on without even knowing who I was like I was back there on my first night in my first loop with the company and I was getting ready to wrestle Penelope Ford and she kind of saw me like pacing up and down the hallway before I got to go out and she was like come here she just started talking to me about like gear and showing me like options and things that I can do and like giving me advice and like uh, like about breaking into the industry and like makeup advice. Like I do my makeup well because of her. She brought me back mm. into the makeup room and got me introduced with um, some of the artists who, Thunder Rosa is my number one, I saw her. Yeah, Thunder Rosa is awesome. Um, so when it came to wrestling her, she's just got so many tricks up her sleeve. She's got so many new things that I've never done before that when it came to working her, like I literally, that, that was also my longest match, I think, with, mm -hmm. with anyone. If you saw, mm -hmm. if you saw that one, she, like, 
I don't know how she got me from the sleeper hold. I slipped back. She rolled me into a pin. And then from that pin, rolled back up, stood back up, hooked my arms and my legs. She's not my, like, I, I think that I'm bigger than her. Like, like I'm definitely taller than her. I'm pretty sure like for her to like, scoot me around, bend me backwards and pick me up by my ankles and wrists. I was like, what, what just happened here? <laughs> um, and then she proceeded to walk forward and slam my head into the buckle. So thanks for that, Thunder. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you saw double. You were like, you get a cupcake. You get a cupcake. <laughs> and then you get a buckle to the face. <laughs> I was like, I got some uh, really good gifts out of that one. Some great still shots. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's just so creative and so great to work with. Um, yeah. That's cool. I got her, her face paint on me for like the whole night after that. I didn't, that stuff stays on. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's know, like, it's, it's like a silver, it's like, I got a souvenir right here. I got the face paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got Thunder Rose's face on my arm for the rest of the night. And I think some so, of my chest. She chopped me. Okay, so we make fun of this now because every time I see her chop someone, I'm like, "Oh, did you bless that afterwards?" Because she got me in the corner for her. She does like a missile off the top rope and knees me in the chest when I'm on the floor in the corner. But before that, she chopped the shit out of me, and she stood back, and I'm looking at her, and she goes, "Or like some." She blessed me, and she's like, "You're blessed." I was like, "Oh my god." That was hilarious. I was in the middle of the match and I was like, did she just? Um, <laughs> that made me, uh, that popped me in the middle of the match too. I was like, oh my God. Okay, focus. <laughs> the bruise just got blessed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm going to break your chest now. Amen. <laughs> I've been wanting to work with Thunder Roses since like we, since November. We messaged her and she's busy and stuff like that. So, like if you hear this one does not we, stop. We wanna we want even maybe we could work with her promotion. Because we like Pro. Pro. what's yeah. that? Mission? Yeah. We like Mission helping Pro every indie promotion. We like we like helping all indie promotions any way we can by sharing a poster. Like like if they have a t-shirt, we could post that's our t-shirt. Yeah. Showing have a t-shirt in the background. Well, if they have a wrestler as a sticker, we could I could put it on my background here. Like I got a t we got a t-shirt from a girl from London, England named Alfie. She gave us a shirt and sometimes that happened in our background. Like oh cool. Well yeah. yeah, just I would go straight to Mission Pro Wrestling, like her act the actual promotions page and message them because I know she's got a lot of help with that too. So like even if she doesn't message you back directly, someone will get back to you. I always want to do that Mission Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I'm supposed to do Mission Pro Wrestling, but I can't release any information yet. <laughs> Don't, Don't slip anything. <laughs> we didn't say nothing. Just because everything changes, and I won't say anything until there's a, uh, a graphic made. <laughs> Once there's a graphic, then we can talk. Uh, yeah. Joe. I know I have three things I didn't read yet down here. Oh, Mr. Perosi. Okay. Blessed, so, not stressed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that. that's our uh, 
That's our uh, that's our mod. She always has the funny phrases on the bottom of the screen. Always. I love it. Oh Ever man! That, speaking of pets and cute little little golden doodles, um, I had the the opportunity and the pleasure of watching. I don't know if you saw it, but I'm pretty sure the rest of the world has. But QT Marshall's little puppy, Buttercup. Mm-hmm. Have you seen her yet? No, I haven't seen her though. Oh my goodness. Everyone needs to go to QT Marshall's page and look at Buttercup. She is a mini hippo. <laughs> Sharpe and I think Cocker Spaniel mix. So cute. And literally like this big. And I was watching her in Charno, Pittsburgh. I don't know where I am anymore. But <laughs> oh, I was geez. watching her and yeah and i like got so attached to that dog we were like going out and anyone was like pick her up or like bring her aside i'm like okay like she's like my child now but she's not mine she's not mine i just i will i will gladly watch that dog anywhere anytime (laughs) so if if a if a little girl or a little boy came up to you and said hey i want to become a professional wrestler what would you tell them would be that your advice to them well okay that's funny because this kind of just happened in at ccw i was there was like the bathroom that was for the facility to share between the fans and the wrestlers so when i was back there there were these three little girls and they were in the bathroom like wrestling each other putting on like a little thing and they like got the water and they were like splashing each other and like what like creating a whole scene and I walked in on it and I was like what are you guys doing and they're like oh my god I saw you wrestling and then like this little girl Eliana was her name like she came over to me and she's like I want to be a wrestler just like you and like so I started talking to them I'm like what what do you want to like why do you want to be wrestlers and one little girl her name was Maple she was like I want to be a wrestler because my dad's a wrestler and her dad was actually on the show and she knew more about wrestling at like, she had to be like, like eight, eight or nine years old than like probably more than I know, like, because she just was grew up and her like going to shows with her dad. And, uh, I, I don't, I, I would never say anything to douse or not like promote someone's, passion so like even if they said i really want to be like a railroad operator like i'm gonna try to lift that up and find out what their passion is for it and not gonna be like oh well i don't think you should whereas like i know a lot of people like my coach he was like my daughter's never gonna do wrestling and even if she says dad i I really want to wrestle like i'll never let that happen because i know like how tough this industry is but whether it's the dance industry, the fitness industry, the wrestling industry, in a way they're all pretty parallel and related in their own rights, but they're, it's a grueling with the highest reward. When you do what you love, like you guys love doing podcasts, you love talking to people, getting information, having conversations, putting people over, like that's your passion. That's what's gonna give you the most reward and purpose in life. So if these little girls are saying that this is what they want to do. I want to support that as much as possible. Or look, I have an um, 
I haven't found any little boys that wanted to talk to me about their their passion for wrestling. But these girls were like, you know, that just because they're little doesn't mean that they don't know what they want. You know, as they get older, they can make more decisions. But like, if this is their passion, that so many people don't know what they want to do in the world, don't know what their passions are. So like, if someone comes to me and they know what that is, I want to hear them talk more than I want to hear me talk. So I just let them tell me everything, <laughs> what started them, what their favorite move was, what they love about their dad being a wrestler. And it just went on from there. And so I would support them by letting them tell me everything. And then like, just kind of hearing them out, like where they're coming from. Because if they're that young, like it's usually such a pure passion, a pure wanting for something. There's like, not like, I want to be rich and famous. It's like, there's something deeper in there that I want to know. Yeah. What drew you to it? (laughs) Totally. Because like these days, there's this, not to sound sound messed up, but there's some kids like, I want to be a wrestler because as you said, I want to be rich and famous. You have to have a reason why you want to do something. You just can't just jump yeah, in and it's too hard. Yeah. yeah. And you do one move wrong in the ring and you could be crippled for the rest of your life. Or, or hurt somebody else. Yeah. And that's worse. If you yeah. cripple somebody else, how do you live with it? You know, like that's got to be like the hardest thing. And accidents Dra- happen so. Yeah. You look Sorry. at Draz and Dilo Brown. Like, mm-hmm. not, Dilo Brown will never live that down again. Because. He hurt drugs, oh, yeah. and he'll be it, that'll be in the back of his mind forever. That he's yeah. the one that he, that you know things don't. This happen. is not really <laughs> Accidents happen in wrestling, yeah. But that's gonna be in his brain forever. Stuff like that. Yeah. Those things stick in your head. Like you could be doing a move with someone and hit them with a pile driver, and their head's not tucked up between your legs when you drop the pile driver and you'll end up like stone cold and hurt your neck during the match. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like all the more reason to like reinforce, like don't do this if you really don't have the passion for it. Like if you're not going to go out there and give it all you got because you want it, then you're going to be bitter and resentful if anything does happen. But like anyone who's gotten an injury it from wrestling, there are wrestlers who are still wrestling and they have gotten crazy injuries, right? So, like, they it never stops them. They never resent X, Y, Z. They're like, oh, this comes with the territory and I don't give a shit because this is what I want to do. Like, there's no stopping someone who has a passion for this industry. Yeah. It's the coolest thing. So if there's a kid that's like, oh, I want to be a wrestler and it starts from that young, you're not killing that fire unless someone really, really tries. I mean, I, I know people who've like rediscovered their passion for things that through the process of growing up have been told that's not realistic. Like you got to grow up, you know, like you can't be a wrestler or an astronaut, but like people are actually astronauts. People are actually like wrestlers. Like it's not a, a make-believe like, Oh, I want to be a wizard. That would be, then we could maybe have a conversation and get you into magic school if you want to be a wizard. But like realistic jobs that people are actually doing, why don't you find a way to make it attainable? That's like something I have to give kudos to my parents for. Any passion I had growing up, anything that I said I wanted to do and I was like gung-ho for it, 
they put me in it and let me decide if I wanted to do it or not. Like gymnastics, piano lessons, dancing. Totally. That all. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Ashley, you should you should screen scrap you know on your cell phone you could screenshot what you what's going on on your screen right now. If you want, you could screenshot the screen and have us all smile when you do it. So you guys Let's smiling. One, two, three. Got it. <laughs> so it ah. Uh oh, all right. I did it. Right, oh, you, you got it. You were, you were back, <laughs> but it's uh, <laughs> um, it's coming. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I hear you. <laughs> but um, Ashley, if there's anything you sorry, <laughs> I can hear you. What? Yeah, if there's anything you want to promote, you could promote it right now. <laughs> promote. Promote, promote, promote. Like upcoming um, shows, like your Instagram, anything? All of my upcoming shows are posted in the most recent Instagram posts that I've put up. So absolutely check that out. Let's see if I reset the camera. Check out my last Instagram post. It's at Ashley Dombois, one word. Um, my Twitter is at Ashley underscore Dombois. So same spelling. And dang, I can't turn my, my camera back on. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, wait. Oh, there you go. You got, you got, there you we got. go. There we go. Quick intermission, and we're back. Um, I'm back. I'm back. We want an Ashley Dombois shirt. Okay, you guys, I promise. I'm trying. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to try a different way to get a shirt, though, because, um, okay, so one thing to look out for that I will post on my Instagram is going to be whenever I can successfully create a store on pro wrestling tees i will be promoting the hell out of it and i'll show i'll share it to you guys because you said you would help me promote i will, you will definitely help it definitely <laughs> thank you um it's just been such a hard uh, process because I, I like sign up it took me weeks to actually get the application to go through and then once mm -hmm. the application went through what's happening with my camera you're getting notifications like you have to apply and then if you have a certain amount of followers, then you pay a certain price or you get it for free. Um, and then once that happened, I had to sign a contract because we're doing business with them. The contract didn't go through. I got like a submit error, error, error. So I'm doing my best. I might just have yeah. to go through like an independent t-shirt company and sell it out of my apartment. <laughs> Oh geez, because like out of like in the city, they sell the uh, when you go to Yankee games, you can get ticket the t-shirts outside. T-shirts twenty dollars. Yep. T-shirts. <laughs> being geeked. The only thing with Ashley. that is then I'll yeah. have to like be super on top of mailing everything out. The the benefit of working through pro wrestling tees is that you can order it and have it shipped, and they'll do all of that for me. And I won't have to worry about that. But the reason why I haven't done t-shirts on my own yet or 8x10s on my own yet is because I haven't really settled anywhere yet. I don't have, mm -hmm. I've been kind of like couch and hotel sh surfing. I, ha I haven't moved into my own place yet. So in September, yeah. I'll, have a, I'll have a home and then yeah. I'll be able to mail things out more organized. So right now it's a little chaotic, but... I promise I really do probably get glitchy. Sorry. I'm reading all this these comments. So hopefully in September I'll have 
shirts and eight by tens available. We have we have shirts, but they're all prototypes. These are like this is a prototype. So okay. my mom got these made up. At, I bought I paid for these from the guy that makes our t-shirt, makes my all my merch. We don't have it. We don't have art. This yeah, we guy don't have named Joe. He's not in the chat today, but he is always in our he, chat. He's a good guy. He just says hi. His name is Joe Alphabet, and he draws. And it's spelled actually Joe Al Fo Bet like that. Yeah. Like, like he splits the name up. It's actually pretty funny. That's and quite how he does he's, he's on our Instagram page, the dudes at Ringside page, and I tag him under our logo all the time because he just he wants credit. You know, he's he's a really good artist. He does like different okay. style cartoons and stuff. He does like Two Face. He'll do. He did one of um. What's his name? Oh my god, I could see his face. The old, those old movies from the um, what's his face? Oh my god, uh, Ernest. He did one of Ernest. Ernest goes to New York. Ernest goes to jail. He did the cartoon drawing oh. of a poster. <laughs> Ernest. That's awesome. He did an, his own Ernest posters. I was like, oh my god. I can see his his um his aesthetic in your even in your guys's logo yep. right now. That now that you're saying it. And it's Very funny cool. when we started the podcast, I didn't really have a mustache yet. And then I was, I had a full well, COVID, I had a full beard before COVID. I had this full mm -hmm. mountain man beard. You go back to my Instagram page. I, I think my beard was a lot worse than that one. Yeah. My <laughs> Everyone was telling me to shave it off, and then like it looks horrible. You can't grow a beard. Deep, me. He, so. I had this full beard, and then COVID happened. My sister's like, shave off the beard, Randy, you know, COVID. And I was like, I shaved my face completely. And then we started the podcast, no mustache. And then it started growing in, and I'm like, and then Joe drew the picture, and I told Geek, you know, now I can't shave the mustache off. Oh, man. No, keep the mustache. I'm a fan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. People in England like my mustache, too. They say it looks ravishing. <laughs> <laughs> ravishing. I believe you. <laughs> cool. I actually, um, I was looking yeah. at myself a few days ago, and I, I looked like I... Yeah. I I did the ravishing Rick Rude face, and I was like, "Oh my god, I look like like Rick Rude now." <laughs> All I need is that curly, oh my curly hair. So actually, if, if you, you have can't get rid of it now, I can't. I don't know what my <laughs> lip will look like without it. <laughs> so if actually, if you have to go, we totally understand. We just want to thank you so much for coming on a podcast. By the way, thank you, Rose. Ashley. Oh, oh well, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so you guys could always donate to us at httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. Httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. I want to thank Ashley Demois for coming for, on our show today. I want to thank everyone who has been in the chat. been super awesome. Thank um, you to our friend right there, a new friend right there. Thank you for coming in, big guy. Yeah. Thank subscribe? you so much. Thank you so much, by the way, Otis, right? Thank Otis, you, Otis. Right? Can you please subscribe? So, and I just want to thank, yeah, just thank everybody who's coming in, I mean, for the, sh the show yesterday and today. I know it was an unscheduled show, but thank you so much for the receiving the love today. So, yeah. I want to give it off to the show. show today. But um, thank you very much. Thank you, Otis. Thank you for giving us support. Um, let's definitely tomorrow. We have a really big show with Brittany. Thank you, Otis. Uh, Brittany from the uh Elevate Pro, the owner and promoter. 
Thank you, big guy. Um, uh, Brittany from Elevate Pro will be on the podcast. She's the owner and the promoter for that. So come check us out tomorrow. See you Monday. <laughs>